Welcome to episode 18 of the Scent Geeks podcast. My name is Steve, you may know me from YouTube, I've got a little channel called Frags to Riches and you can find me on Instagram under the same handle, but I am not alone. You get two for the price of one, even though it is free, so you're not actually paying for one, really, strictly speaking. But yeah, two for the price of one in the, on this podcast, because I'm joined by a gorgeous man who hosts the channel Fragmental on YouTube, and that man is Chris. Chris, hello, how are you doing? All right, Steve. Hello, geeks. Hope everyone's doing all right. Steve, I've missed you. I feel like we've not chatted much this week, so we can. No, we, can we haven't it actually. Now. It's been a bit of a funny old week. It's been, oh, it's been a bit of a slog, to be honest. This week, if I'm honest, like just what with work, not on the YouTube side. Yeah, just with work and the whole lockdown and parenting while doing a job. It's, it's, it's Is it grinding like on today. Yeah, today was one of those days where I got the boy in bed, uh, just sort of not long before we started recording this, and I actually went and saw the wife, I was like, yes, we've done it, we've got 12 hours off until he wakes up, (laughs) and she sort of said, if only those were sort of 12 hours when I weren't sleeping, like I could sort of enjoy the time, because it is just a bit relentless, isn't it, you know what I mean? But anyway, how are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, good, mate. It's uh, it's been a good week. We've we're kind of we're getting through it by having a good structure. I mean, it's it's my wife. She's she's been pretty amazing with it. Really doing all, a lot of the homeschooling and and creating a structure that allows us both to to work. And then the girls are good. You know, they'll they'll go to bed. They're they're in bed by half seven, eight o'clock, and then that leaves us a bit of time. Maybe do a bit of work or chill out. So kind of you know we're getting through it. Getting through it all right. They kind of you can tell that the kids are they have maybe a few more little tiffs when they're playing just because they're so used to just kind of being in the same place and just playing with one other person all the time. But in a way, I think we're all lucky because some kids, you know, only have, you know, themselves to play with or their parents, don't they? So that must be much more of a pressurised situation, I guess. So, yeah, we're, we're good. We're all right. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I swear, don't get me wrong, our, our boy is, is doing well, bless him. But obviously the wife being prego, so she's obviously a bit more tired than usual anyway. So she's um, quite exhausted. Uh, yeah. And I think he's, what's nice is he's doing like video chats with his friends and stuff, little little boy. So he's, he's kind of all right. But yeah, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things trying to, and the work and putting, anyway, but we've had some nice day we actually went for a lovely walk today with the dog and the boy had his uh he's been sort of learning to ride his bike and he's really he's doing really well he's really good and there was an amusing moment when he my wife decided to adjust his helmet for his like his little bike helmet mm-hmm. and she totally forgot that she had a bag of dog shit in her hand and um was just dangling it in, in front of his face the poor son. i was like you're right there do you want to maybe take the dog shit out of his face <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, I forgot I had that. Like, was he like, Daddy, are you wearing something fecal today? I can smell it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I thought you was a basic bitch, Daddy. <laughs> I know. You've yeah, been on that so thing that with when you put your kid's helmet on and you uh, you catch the bit of skin under the chin. Oh, I did that once, a... and for about three years, Lily wouldn't let me put her helmet on for her. She, she had this <laughs> phobia of it. She's like, no, no, mummy, can you do it? take the bad man away from me yeah. he pinches me I had another funny uh, moment the other day when I was um, walking the dog so it was like sort of evening about 7 o'clock or whatever I took the dog for a walk 
And I don't know, like we live in a nice little rural village, so there's loads of farmland around. So sometimes I see other dog walkers, but it's quite nice in the lockdown because we can go for a walk and not see anybody. Mm, which I'm is jealous good. of that. And I, yeah, I walked. I was kind of walking between sort of fields. There's like a little track. I went around the corner. Now I don't know if this happens to you. It probably does if you're out filming or mountain biking or whatever. Sometimes nature calls. Being a bloke, nobody around. You think I'll just have a sneaky pee against a tree. Like so, I sort of did yep. that. I thought oh, I'll just have a little look around. Nobody around. It's all good. Went up, found a little, I was trying to think, right, I'll do it against this tree, there's a bit of foliage there, it's just in case, so I'm shielded. And then as I start doing the action, um, yeah. I realise that I'm peeing into the wind. So I then frantically turn to pee away from the wind, and then I realise I've literally turned like 180, and I'm now facing the farm track around a corner where people are just going to walk around and see me standing there with my little winky out oh, facing God. them. Did anyone see you, Jolly Roger? Well, I started hearing voices and I was like panicking. I could hear like the blooming uh, Jack Bauer 24 time thing. Like, tick, tick, tick. I'm like, trying to force it out as quickly as I can. Like, shit. I've God, been there, mate. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah, you hear people approaching and you, you can't stop. So the only thing you can do is push on forward and go as fast as you can. <laughs> it was like I was pressure washing a pavement. It was ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, so there's a couple of little moments. Oh, but, God, um, I, I bet I bet you uh, sprayed some of that bark off that tree, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that, it was clean after I finished. Anyway, we, I suppose we should do some podmin so we can then start talking about right, fragrances, yeah. really. Let's do it. Okay. So, as always, we've got a bit of podmin because we have a Kofi account, which is ko-fi.com forward slash the scent geeks, all one word. And if you go there, you can do a little donation and support the podcast financially if you so wish. And we have had quite a few donations this week. I think we've had about five five donations. Oh, we're rich. Which is like, we're rich. Yeah, which are rolling in it. Yeah. So we've had uh, Chris White bought us a uh, coffee. He said, lads, I initially wanted to d- donate less than three quid, but Kofi wouldn't let me. Joking aside, it's been great to have the Scent Geeks podcast at this time. It's great to hear some banter between mates and helps everything feel more sane. Keep up the good work, Chris. Oh, cheers, um, I Chris. think he meant... Yeah, I think he was signing off, Chris. He wasn't just directing that purely at you and neglecting me. Oh, really? Oh, no, that's, that's not what I got from it. But anyway, we're moving on. Yeah. Um, Kojo Roastery, which is like a coffee uh, house, um, they oh. um, bought us coffee, uh, which is nice, ironic. Uh, thanks for the work you put into your YouTube channels and the pod. So that was nice. Do that? we know where this coffee house is? Yes, I, they've actually might be featured later on in our scenario. So I'll give them a oh. sort of shout out and say where they are later on. So like it. Um, Sam has bought us a coffee and he's got a little question as well. So I'll read his little thing. He said, thanks for keeping me company whilst renovating mine and my girlfriend's first house together. She enjoys having me smell nice, but is insistent on me rebuying Aqua de Joe. But I don't want to smell like a middle-aged man in the 90s. Any suggestions? Hmm. Does he want I mean, to smell like a middle-aged man in 2020? Is that what he's saying? Yeah, or just a middle-aged woman in the 90s. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, the obvious thing to say is a one that we've mentioned before uh, for, for the last couple of weeks, I think we mentioned it, but obviously the Profumo. Acre de Joe Profumo is like a more modern, yeah. ni- a nicer version, I think, of the original. I think it's sort of got the original DNA that his missus might like. And I think it's a more modern, sexier version. So that might be. Yeah, I think the incense really makes it. Actually, the, it makes it gives it a little mysterious touch, and I think it is uh, a deeper, richer, more modern take on that on that DNA. So yeah, that's definitely a good option. I remember when I first smelled it. Actually, I was in um, a fragrance store, and um, somebody was sort of just, "Oh, what are you looking for?" I was like, oh, "I'm just having a look," and she sort of said, "Oh, have you tried this?" And I hadn't actually smelled perfume at the time. She said, "Oh, this is really popular." 
and I was like, oh, I'm not a huge fan of the original. I smelt it, and I and that I straight away I was kind of like, oh, yeah, that is like the original, but it's a lot nicer. <laughs> I was like, that is really good. So yeah, yeah I don't totally recommend that. And it didn't get much love in the community, but I actually like Aqua Digio Absolute. It doesn't really hold too much of the original DNA, but I really like. It's really, it smells really good, and it's really get some good responses from women um yeah i need to spend more time with the with that one with those with those two flankers because what is there there's absolute and then there's absolute, absolute instinct instinct is right that, yeah, yeah i think that's the flanker to the flanker i think yeah but absolute i really like it's kind of just a it's not exciting which is why it didn't get much love in the community but it's it gets it's solid easy to wear lasts really well smells really good you'll get good compliments from it and Cameron at uh, CFR, um, Carolina Fragrances, Fragrance Reviews, he put it in his 10 fragrances that get 10 out of 10. Oh, so wow. he's yeah. obviously a big fan. So well, those more kind of simple, less is more fragrances are the ones the ladies love anyway. You know, the mm. things things like the Tuscan leathers of this world, they're, they're too much. They, they just want something simple and clean for their man, I think. Well, this is why, like you know, your Montblanc explorers, your obviously your Sauvages, they they just they just work. They just annoyingly. I've tried all these different ones, and you know, like the Chronic, like I've said, has never got me a single compliment. Yeah, mm. I wore a Dior Sauvage Parfum to the office, and I got like one or two compliments. Same with Montblanc Explorer, I got like three compliments. I'm like, fuck's sakes, <laughs> yeah, all this this journey, and I should have just started with the basic ones and just went in and rocked the compliments. So. Yeah, I know, but it's finding for me, it's finding that sweet spot between what are the kind of crowd pleasers, so other people might enjoy the smell, but that satisfy you, you know, that satisfy mm. you on a creative and artistic level a little bit as well, you know, being a fraghead. So there's not many that that have that sweet spot, um, and that's no. why I like brands like. Apart from Damali, you know, their fragrances like Percival, Sedley, Dali, those fresher fragrances, Galloway, because they have a bit more complexity, but they have that, that mass appeal to them as well. So uh, loads I mean, of other fragrances like that. But. Apart from Damali, often get featured here on YouTube in the sort of whole um, introduction to niche because they're kind of like accessible. Yeah. They're niche, but niche quality, quite complex, but they're, they're still got some mass appeal in and they're not too challenging, are they? So yeah, sweet, easy to wear, mass appealing, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, anyway, I just, just when you're talking about the uh, uh, Profumo, I thought, what about Armani Code Profumo? Because that's that's off, that's a nice sweet scent that uh, that his partner might like. And Armani Code Absolute. Um, yes. Good as well, isn't yes, it? That's yes, very solid. Absolute. Any of those. A little bit of a departure from the freshy type of fragrance, but yes. it's a mass appealing designer, and I think it could be time for them. You know, they're at a stage in life. They're making what? changes. They're renovating a house together. I think it could be the time to renovate fragrance choices as well. I think they could go down a different route and this. explore these things try these new ones yeah, yeah. I remember when um, we first did our first impressions of Mahoney Code Absolute and I was a bit pissed we yes. filmed that in a pub I don't know if you remember yeah, well I think we'd had a few anyway. pints because we kept trying to find pubs and we got in one and <laughs> yeah. had a pint and we couldn't film in it so we, we drank the pint went to another pub couldn't film it drank the pint and <laughs> yeah. five pints in yeah, I was. I mean, I was probably like half a lager shandy, and I was gone. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, um, we've had more donations. I've not finished. Um, wow. Dave at uh, Alexandra Fragrances in the UK. Oh, um, he he did a very generous donation. So thank you, Dave. You little legend. Um, so yeah, check them out. So anybody, I think we've got obviously listeners this side of the pond and that side. So Alexandria, uh, you can get them in the US and in the UK. So there's got a separate UK website. So don't forget to check them out. Not sponsored, but obviously Dave has made a donation, so it's kind of. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for the keg of coffee you bought, both Steve and I. We will yeah. we will enjoy that. 
Yes, we will. He just said, keep it coming with a uh, smiley face. And we've had another donation. And I need to just go and check because it's not displaying the name. So he may have hidden the name. So I won't kind of give him a full shout out. Um, it was uh, Sean said, uh, hi, guys. Thanks for coming with me on my daily walks. Currently listening to again and for the great content on both your YouTube channels. Have a coffee on me. Um, I think that's everything. Well, thanks very much. I've, I've been enjoying those walks as well, so let's let's continue them. Yeah, I think that is all of the um, donations. I thought there might have been one more, you know, but perhaps we won't find it. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, apologies if, if I have missed them, because um, I'm trying to sort of read through the feed. But if, if you have donated, thank you. Um, and it does kind of help us keep this podcast going without us being in the uh, red. So thanks for that. Yes, thank you ever so much. Much appreciated. So, Chris, what have you been wearing? Well, I've been well. I am currently wearing right now Roger Parfum's Diaghilev, which featured in my Beast Mode video list today. I actually put it put it at the top of the list, and also I wore uh, Pure Havan, my one of my favourite tobaccos. I think probably my favourite designer tobacco. And Led Desert Marocane I've worn this week. Obviously, everyone knows the Andy Tower masterpiece. One million. Privé, so I've gone another designer tobacco this week. Wow, I think really? I was I was prepping for it. I did a live stream with uh, a store in New York called Perfumery. I met them back in November, and they reached out to me and said, "Would you like to be a guest on one of our live streams?" And we had a chat about the kind of things we could talk about, and we ended up doing top ten tobacco fragrances. And it was I loved it. It was great. Uh, so yeah, I've been wearing a few tobaccos this week in preparation for that. And I've also discovered uh, a new house. They've been around, I think, for four years. They're a UK house. And they're called Art de Parfum. And they sent me a sample set, which is very good. They've got a nice mix of fragrances. They've got one called Gin and Tonic, which is exactly what you'd think it would be. Very bright and clean and refreshing. And they've got an award-winning one, actually. I can't remember. It, it won some kind of beauty award, but it's called Encore une fois. And it's got balsam mm -hmm. and caramel and ambergris and incense, and it is an absolute beauty. So I've really been enjoying discovering that house. And I was surprised that I've not heard of them because I, I don't really hear anyone talking about them on, on Instagram or YouTube. So anyone out there, drop us a comment in the St. Geeks podcast Facebook group. Are you aware of Art de Parfum? Because I think what I've smelled so far is is very, very good. And also, I've constantly been wearing Smolder or variations of it because Aaron and I are trying to just whittle it down to, to which submission we, we want to go with. And currently, it's still looking like the first submission is the one that nails the smouldering formula. But we will see. Yeah. Aaron's having a try at another, another couple, so see what happens with that. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been wearing. How about you? Um, I have been wearing... I've not been doing a bit of testing i mean today i've been wearing my I, I mentioned on the podcast last week it was one of the questions what are you looking to buy or what is going to put a smile on your face what kind of to buy next and i mentioned it and i bought it and it arrived i've got a vintage batch of le nuit de l'homme from 2011 Ooh, and i've worn you. it for the last couple of days and i've been really enjoying it it's uh, yeah i'm going to do a comparison because i've got a 2018 batch which is my original which just doesn't really last on me mm. um i would say the 2011 isn't certainly isn't beast mode but it is kind of a lot more um, respectable performance yeah, yeah i've, I've heard I've... that that even the earliest batches of lanui uh 
people, I think, automatically think, oh, it was a beast because it was better than the current version you can buy now. But I have actually heard people say even the original, although it was very nice, wasn't like the best in performance. So it'll be interesting. I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts and, and your comparisons on that one. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, there is def- it's definitely noticeable. I mean, and you can see the difference, the colour and the juice. I think I shared it on my YouTube channel in the community post. You can just look at the difference in the colour. Is in, you can straight away you can tell the difference. So you've been wearing that, and another fragrance I've been wearing, which as I did a video on, I released on Friday, is a purple gourmand from the house of Pocket Sense. So it's Pocket Sense are based in Scotland, and Matt, who kind of has the company, he. They do a lot of uh, inspirations and kind of clones traditionally, but they've started doing their own creations. And they've, uh, Purple Gourmand is one of them. And it is an absolute banger. It's had loads of hype. And I was kind of like, hmm, is, is, you know, is it going to be that good? And I filmed the first impressions and and it is it's really good i mean you've smelled it haven't you chris because you haven't you i just received a bottle this week actually so i've I've had one quick spray on the back of my hand I, I i've heard good things about it so i just couldn't wait first impressions are it's very very enjoyable it's a lovely it's a lovely fragrance and nice that it's an original composition i'm always excited when a, a brand or a company like that comes out with their own fragrance and i think it was a he's not said who matt's not said who but i think it's a, a well-respected French perfumer who's composed it for him. Mm. So I found that very interesting. Perhaps we'll, we'll never know who, who that is, but uh, it seems good. It seems solid to me. Yeah, I'm looking forward it's, to giving it, it proper wearing. really nice. I've kind of done a couple of sort of full wearings and stuff in it um, since my first impressions, and it, it's, it's, it just manages to balance the sort of sweetness because I'm not a big gourmand fan. Sometimes I find them a bit too much, a bit too sickly sweet sometimes, but it's just got a nice subtle sweetness. There's coffee in there pear jasmine i think the pear and jasmine kind of lift some of the sweeter elements because there's caramel and there's uh, ambergris and stuff as well it's just i'm just really it's very impressed. smooth isn't it and for 40 quid i mean i'm sounding like an advert now but it's just one of those ones you know every now and again something comes along and you're like damn that that actually is bloody good and it's yeah. one of those where i thought oh fair play that is a good release um what else have i been wearing i've also worn um Pocket Sense version, Matt sent me along with that another one, their version of Virgin Island Water, which is, um, I don't know how you pronounce it, Ile Verge, uh, Intense. I've only yeah. had that one wearing on that, so I can't kind of fully comment, but, um, and I've not got much experience with the original um, from Creed, but it's it's got, as everybody says, it's got that holiday vibe, just reminds me of drinking a cocktail in yep. Spain. That's what it reminds Absolutely. me of. Yeah. Um, a sort of coconut and rum sort of cocktail. So yeah, mm, it's, it's so yeah. I've 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 had an interesting week actually of of kind of smelling those kind of new ones. It's nice when you get a bit excited over discovering something new. That's kind of thing. Oh, yeah, it is, a, isn't it? Yeah, it kind of it reignites that fire you have about. Oh yeah, you know, it's it's so exciting to discover something new and for it to be really good as well. And you want to recommend it to people. I love that feeling. Yeah, exactly. Um, shall we move into questions, listeners' questions? Yeah, sure. So I've just been scrolling through our little Facebook uh, group, uh, the Scent Geeks podcast, and we've got one here from uh, a new member, new member called Chris Huff. So okay. I'm not sure where in the world you are, Chris. I don't think it says in the question, but you have asked... Uh, do you guys or any group members so feel free to continue this conversation on the uh, on Facebook do we have a wish list or do we just go out and buy newly discovered scents 
Steve, do you have a wish list? Do you write down what you want to buy? I do. I, I've not. It's funny. As you were talking, I've got into my phone because I'm on. I'm on a Google phone, uh, Android, and I've got uh, Google Notes. And I, particularly early days when I first started out, and obviously you're all excited, and every time you watch a YouTube video, someone, oh, you're like, oh, that sounds good. I'll write that one down. And since then, I've I've had a list, and I've not revisited this list for ages because I'm a I'm a bit stricter now because my collection's quite large. Where I'll I'll only kind of buy stuff that i researched quite heavily where I was a bit more trigger happy back in the day so and this list interestingly some of these ones that are still on there I haven't ticked them off because I can see all the there's this is funny actually because Google Notes actually you could I've ticked off 45 fragrances from this list it shows me all the ones that have ticked off <laughs> which is mental and then there's still some on there that I've not I've, I've since bought and not ticked off or tried in store and not ticked off so there's still so I've got a few on there so um, Baccarat Rouge 540 like I was going to do look at some clones and stuff which i've kind of done bentley momentum intense is still on there which i did buy and i've since flipped yeah um i've put basically john favartos on there i just wanted to investigate i want to try a few of those because i know they're sort of quite highly regarded i've tried some in store yeah and pretty affordable um, too yeah so i wanted to so yeah i definitely do have a list um bentley intense i've actually since tried i've had a, a sample and i think i was gonna i wanted to kind of i never did get like ferragamo f black because um, Jeremy hyped it to hell, so that mm. was kind of on my list, but I never did. Um, Is yeah, Halloween Man just... shot on your list? Because Jeremy hyped that one up as well. Well, he did, and I bought it from him. I mentioned it on the podcast a few weeks ago, and the performance was dog shit. So oh, I, um, <laughs> yeah, so I end up flipping it. So yeah, so yeah, I definitely do have a list. I've not re- visited it for a while because I'm a little bit stricter now. Um, mm. And then, but yeah, what about you, Chris? Do you kind of have a list, or well, you're far more organised than me because I do have a list but it's an imaginary list in my head that I, I don't write down. And the problem with that is sometimes my head forgets what's on the list. So uh, I, I kind of have in the back of my mind various fragrances that I want to pick up just off the top of my head. I really want to get uh, Creed's Royal Oud. And I think after that, I'd be happy with my Creed collection for a little while, I think, but I definitely want to pick up Royal Oud. And one that I've wanted for ages is um, Naxos, Sergeoff Naxos, beautiful citrus and tobacco honey fragrance. And one of the reasons I've not picked that one up is I've, I've got a really good doer clone. It's called Fortune, and it's a banger, mate. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah I, I, kind of, I kind of have a list. And like I said, I forget what's on the list sometimes, and then I'll see someone's top 10 list or a video and it'll remind me and I'll go oh right I should just buy that then before I forget it again and so so I kind of like make a purchase and uh, and then the other I make purchases as well um, when a new designer release comes out then yeah. I will I'll go and, I'll go and buy that so that's not really a wish list but it's kind of uh, like the, the way that I will make my purchases really so I've got a vague list in my head but nothing as organized as you nothing written down I, I probably should although maybe that's dangerous maybe it's maybe it's better to just forget about them <laughs> I bet another list that you do have is content creation list I bet you probably have quite organized with regards to what you're gonna do tests on and what your next videos are and I bet you do you have like a fragrance list of content for YouTube. I do actually, mate. Yeah, that I, yeah, I got I to the point would. where I I kind of felt like I had some obligations. So if, if people had sent me stuff that I, you know, most of the time when people send me stuff, they don't ask me to do anything with it. They don't ask me to create content. But I feel like if I like it, I want to create the content, but I don't want to forget about it. So I make sure I write things down. And also if I have a good idea and I think, oh, that's a great idea. People love that video. 
then I will write that down because I don't want to forget about it. And now I'm up to doing three videos a week. I've kind of got, a, I was winging it for a while, but now with three videos a week, I feel like I need a bit more structure. I need to know that I'm filming on a Monday, uh, editing Wednesday's video on a Tuesday, filming the next video on, on the Wednesday. So, you know, I need I need a structure to be able to keep the ball rolling on three videos a week. So, yeah, do have and a also you, you need to plan ahead as well so you can obviously fit the testing in. So if yeah. you, you know, you're going to film on a Friday to release a video on a Sunday or something, you think, well, I need to, you know, wear it like in that during that week so I can actually then share my thoughts for when I do record it unless it's a first impressions video obviously so, so yeah sometimes you do have to you need that you need to be organised to plan ahead so yeah yeah. so in response to the question yeah I do sort of have a list I don't visit it as much now because I have a big list I have a big collection so I'm a bit stricter but yeah I think um, I think we all sort of do either an imaginary list or some sort of even if it's quite short you sort of plan what you want to want to get next like yeah. some sort of uncontrollable addiction but there we go <laughs> We're all there, Any mate. other questions? There. Uh, yep, scrolling down, got another one here from Steve Corkin. Thanks, Steve. Steve says, time travel classic. It has to be in the name. How many big names are accused of being clones? Cuba Paris Gold was there before JPG Lamal, I believe. And there must be other examples. And we had a brief chat, didn't we, Steve? And uh, yeah. you said that further down the list, someone has uh, actually corrected him. Uh, said Cuba Gold is a clone of Lamal. Uh, in fact, it's impossible to find a Cuba bottle that is older than a first release of Lamal. So, not sure who's right on that one. I've never heard before that Lamal is a clone of something else. So that's quite interesting. But it just got me to thinking that it might be interesting to discuss ones that are, you know, well-known fragrances that are kind of accused of being clones of, of other fragrances that were released earlier. Uh, do Have you got any that spring to mind, Steve? Well, um, I actually commented in that uh, Facebook group, so if you're not a member of our Facebook group, by all means, go and join and we can continue any conversations and Chris and I will kind of uh, respond and kind of get involved where we can. But yeah, I actually responded because I said um, that I've seen numerous, I've got not got a good enough uh, breadth of understanding of, their, of the house itself, but a lot of people reference Parfums de Mali as not a clone house but they often say that they take inspiration from a lot of other fragrances and almost make like a, a niche version of kind of uh, fragrances now I again I don't fully understand one of I've mentioned it before one of my favorites is Leighton and um, one in one forum I saw somebody said that that was like a niche version of Boss Bottled which I thought hmm. I mean it's a similar style fragrance but I wouldn't I mean, I really like Boss Bottle, the, the intense EDP version particularly, mm. and I didn't place that um, kind of relationship, and I didn't even give it a thought, to be honest, until I read that, and I'm still not sure. So, but yeah, a lot of people do sort of claim that from Parfums de Mali, but yeah. Yeah, I always defend Parfums de Mali on that, because the only one that I think really does bear similarity to any other fragrance is Godolphin, which is based on the same DNA as uh, as Tuscan leather. So you've got the, the fruit and the leather. But the thing is, it's not the same as Tuscan leather. It's a different composition. It's, it's sweeter. It's a different fragrance. It is in the same ballpark. But that's like saying, you know, one, you know, rose oud is a classic combination of materials in, in fragrance. And one rose oud might smell you might recognize that rose oud combo in another fragrance but there might be other notes surrounding that 
But that's not a copy, that's not a clone or an inspiration. They've taken a very classical structure of, of perfumery and created a fragrance based on that. And there are only so many materials out there in the world. And it's inevitable that you're going to find fragrances that smell similar to other fragrances. But for people to come out and negatively say it's a copy, it's a clone. And I think there's a real misunderstanding of the nuance of fragrances. Um, the thing, the whole thing with Calan and Baccarat Rouge 540, I was pretty gobsmacked at all the accusations of that being a clone because when I smelled Calan, it was like, it was totally different. Okay, similar genre, but very, very different to me. And I just feel like people are not picking up on on slight differences and, and nuances, which for me is what I find so fascinating about fragrances and perfumery is finding fragrances that uh, that give their own unique little twist on a on a certain uh, well-known structure of of fragrance. Yeah, I mean um, I I often find myself saying that when I'm doing a YouTube uh, video and I'm sort of describing I'll often give a reference to another fragrance, but I often I feel I feel I have to say it's it's a similar type of fragrance to this, yeah. but it doesn't smell the same because yeah, just I'm to give people that, yeah. a kind of a reference so they know, you know, was it freshy like this? Is it kind of, you know, quite heavy and unbroxy or whatever? Yeah, because by um, saying that immediately puts them in the right territory of what that fragrance yeah, is. Yeah, what sort of style because they might be yeah. in a different ballpark, but yeah, you're not saying that it smells the same. I mean, the, the challenge I get is any fragrance with Neroli in, naturally people are like, it smells like Neroli Portofino just because it's so Neroli heavy and it's, you know, so if, a, if Neroli is a prominent note or prominent accord in a fragrance, it's, the, mm. the instant comparison is well it smells like Norelli Portofino it's like well yeah it's got a, a very you know it's got the same notes here I think they the same note or accord but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a clone so it's got the same notes yeah, but not it's... necessarily in the same order yeah just like music yeah yes so it is it's it's a funny one I mean going back to the Creed obviously there's the whole again the fragrance that we've met before is um individual yeah. and well Creed, Creed and Mont Blanc have got a funny old relationship haven't they yeah because <laughs> um, we've mentioned uh, bef before haven't we but um, it's original Santal isn't it that is meant to yeah so yeah. the Creed's two fragrances that I think there's only two that have original in the name are uh, blatantly inspired by other fragrances so they're they're not original and Creed almost are acknowledging that by calling it in a, in a roundabout kind of cheeky way I think because original vetiver is very similar to Mugler Cologne which came out earlier I'm not saying it's a it's a clone at all because there are differences obviously as, as we've mentioned and then original Santal which is uh, very similar to Mont Blanc's individual so it's funny that that both of their two fragrances that often get accused of being uh inspirations or clones have original in the title so they're almost giving us a cheeky wink with that aren't they saying yeah come on mm. you know we this is our version of that fragrance uh so it, it happens in big luxury niche houses i mean you know you've got tamines carved oud which smells like oud wood you've got fragrance de bois oud noir intense i think it is that also smells like Oudwood and uh, often these these luxury niche companies aren't saying this is our inspiration of Tom Ford's Oudwood, whereas the clone companies are. The clone companies are being very transparent and saying yes, this is our inspiration of Oudwood, and uh, it's the clone companies that get the bad rap and not the luxury niche uh, houses that that aren't being upfront about that. So it's it's a strange old world out there when you when you start getting into it. 
it did make me laugh because a lot of people are saying um i saw sort of people suggest that mont blanc explorer being of have very similar a lot of similarities to creed Aventus, and they would say a few people were saying that that's almost mont blanc's way of kind of getting back at creed for sort of yeah taking the influence from individual for original santel so mm. yeah because a lot of people don't realize that individual come out before um the creed uh so yeah, yeah they're saying right they sort of got their own back there <laughs> in a quite a uh, it is a bit of tit for tat isn't it yeah 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 but so, interesting yeah. and it's uh, that question kind of leads you into that interesting discussion so steve appreciate that thanks for the question i, I nearly said no worries mate <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um i think that's probably enough questions because we've still got um to mention a couple of quick things from this week's kind of community there's one thing that i wanted to mention before we get into the scenario mm. Um, so I don't know if there's anything you want to mention, but I just wanted to give a shout out to an Instagrammer called A Curious Nose, and we have mentioned them before on the channel. But they very kindly, well, I mean, they did it off their own back, but I did kind of, um, they did kind of let us know that they've got their own blog and they've done a review of our podcast on their blog. So what I'll do is I'll wow. share a link to that review in the Facebook. Uh, group so we've got the scent geeks podcast facebook group i'll post the a link to the blog uh, where they review the podcast in there um and it was a very nice review obviously otherwise i wouldn't probably be <laughs> about it but um so yeah, now you've the, re, now you've rewritten it it is yeah yeah i won't read out the full kind of uh, well actually it's not too bad actually it's uh, www.curiousnose.com forward slash post forward slash podcast review the scent geeks but if you basically go and find their their web page i'm sure you can navigate to it from there but that was really really kind of them they were very kind of nice um so thanks for taking the time to kind of uh, do that and yeah. being very positive fantastic and I'm supporting the podcast really so yeah brilliant is so- there anything in the the Fragcom that you've noticed this week that you wanted to... Uh, well, I just want to shout, shout out to our mate Baza, Barry from the channel Centralize. Um, serial donator. Yeah, serial donator. So not only is he one of our best Kofi donators, he's also buying a lot of frags. Like, I think all the frags, really. I don't think there's any left for anyone else because Barry's bought them all. <laughs> um, he's had some right old hauls going on and good for him. He's really, you know, he's getting into the hobby. He's... He's got the he's got the bug, and he's just purchasing recommendations that people give him fragrances he's wanted to get his nose on for a while. It was lovely watching him unbox uh, Baronda and seeing how excited he is because obviously I know how good that smells, and to watch him on camera smell that for the first time was was great was great to see. Uh, so Barry, yeah, um, you know, keep 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 up the content. Uh, I mean, you know, don't um, don't remortgage your house or anything, but. Uh, I do, I do love a good centralised haul, so thanks for that. And I did comment on one of his hauls because he like bought like eight or nine fragrances. I was yeah. like, who about there, Mister Spendy Pants? <laughs> You've actually kind of, yeah. Is, he'll he'll have a... nearly as many fragrances as football shirts soon. Oh yeah, I saw that video as well. Yeah. And, cool. Um, so I just wanted to mention um, another good friend of the podcast, uh, Tony from the channel Fredicted. Oh, we should mention, follow his wife on Instagram because she set up an account called Fragdicted Snaps, which is about uh, the photography of fragrances. Um, so, yes, go and, go and follow her. Uh, and they team up to do a live stream from their house every week. For the, They've done it for the last few weeks. And I really, I really love it. It's just a really relaxed... Sunday um, live stream but it's not just uh, 
chat about anything. He, he has a, a subject. So the subject today was about our negative reviews needed. And so that gets everyone talking. And a lot of live streams on YouTube degenerate into drama, positivity, negativity, name calling. But the group of people that Tony has on his stream just seem to be really lovely. There are a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, so I'm sure you, you were all on the live stream earlier today. Uh, a lot of people from, from Instagram, a lovely bunch of people, and things get discussed really intelligently on there and everyone gives everyone else the respect it's a good it's a good laugh um so tony and his wife uh, host it together so um i think uh, she's called beck and she she fields a lot of the questions and lets tony know if someone's asked questions because it is difficult when you're in front of the camera to see all the questions coming up and uh, it's really focused i love how tony keeps it on track uh, he did some great testing of some apart from Damali fragrances as well today, and it's just a genuine pleasure for an hour or so to just jump on a live stream. I felt I fe- sometimes I think I'll just hop on for five minutes and then I'm there for the whole time, and uh, I, I love it. So Tony, really like what you're doing on those. Keep keep them up, and if anyone's not tuned into Tony's Sunday live streams, subscribe to for Addicted and um, and get onto his live streams. They're uh, they're great fun. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I couldn't join today, but I did join one of the previous ones, and then you sort of, like you say, you can easily just get sucked in. But I just, mm. um, I think Tony's such a nice guy, and he's so kind of personable and approachable, and he responds to everybody. And he's, yeah, I think it's sort of, it's really a nice style in which they do it. It's very kind of welcoming and like just having a little chit chat with some friends. Really, <laughs> it's really nice. I like it. It is, you know, when all this is over, I really want to uh, go for a beer with you and Nige and Barry and Tony whoever else wants to come along I think let's just celebrate the fact that you know we might be let out of our houses one day and uh, and get together let's have a little fragcon meet up and uh, and really just meet everyone face to face cuz I'd I'd love that yeah and that'd be good actually Tony and I have been said before about doing a road trip up to York uh, at some point Do I it. said to him I was like because obviously he works for a car dealership and I was like well make sure you get a nice kind of sporty one like <laughs> um, he works for Kia I was like get one of the stingers like the sports yeah. cars and he's like yeah he's like I can I can probably work that you know nice. like, let's do it <laughs> go for a nice little cruise yeah, so, yeah that'd, we be, should that'd do be great that. a couple of days in yeah, York Right, shall we move on to scenario? Actually, but you have to do the. Uh, oh, really? Speaker. I thought you just did that just really well, then, Steve. I don't. I don't <laughs> think I can actually better that. So maybe should we just leave? Oh, it? We'll, we'll just roll with that then. Roll so that. this week is somebody that also bought us a coffee, as I mentioned earlier. So it's from uh, Kojo Roastery, and I should emphasise that they've not actually like sponsored us, but I am going to kind of give them a shout out now because it sounds like um, they've sort of sponsored us. But um, so yeah, it's Kojo Roastery. They're actually in Iowa. Stay Stacyville, Stacyville, Iowa, oh, wow. and uh, you can go online in kojoroastery.com. Um, as I say, they've not not paid us any money to kind of give them a shout out as such. So, um, so I just thought I would. So they sent me a scenario on uh, Instagram. So if and this is just my weekly call. If you do have a little scenario uh, to test, uh, kind of Chris and I, and to give you a fragrance, you can either kind of message me find me through the facebook group or find me on instagram uh, frags to riches and then just send me a dm on there and i'll kind of accept it and kind of give you a thumbs up or just let you know that i i'll kind of keep that in the bank and so they did the same and chris and i were talking so we like the funny weird scenarios but then we also like the real life kind of ones um yeah. as well like we had one about somebody getting married and stuff like that and we quite like those as well because it kind of makes it about you guys and it makes it quite real 
and ironically we did sort of discuss that those are the ones that we feel under more pressure because it's a real scenario so we're like oh shit yeah. we can't get this wrong so by all means whatever you've got send it in and hopefully it'll get featured in the podcast so this week's um, scenario is a topic that is dear to your heart Chris so if you haven't already guessed it is about coffee Mm. so I know you're a coffee drinker you like your posh coffee you like the scent of coffee in uh, fragrances you love the accords so I think you'll like this one I think it'll probably be quite easy for you so you might even come up with more than one answer so quite straightforward they've just said not surprisingly you're a barista in a coffee shop you want a frag that works well with the smell of coffee but doesn't clash it also needs to be fresh enough to not be cloying as you work with you know because as you work your body heats up you know it's quite you know there's a lot of heat and a lot of movement going on in the in the in the store in the shop and so for the sake of yourself and your co-workers so it can't be too cloying etc and they've not said they've not kind of given any details if you're man woman you know old young etc etc so i know you do love coffee type fragrances so mm. i'm going to say if you can either give us a unisex one or if you can name one that is works better for women or one for men basically i know this is something that you sort of like in your sort of you know one of your favorite areas of perfumery so what do you reckon i mean i'm gonna what i will say is i'm gonna struggle here because i do not drink coffee and i don't particularly enjoy the the sort of coffee accord um if i'm okay. honest so don't don't come back at me with any 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 expectations i mean i must admit that i prefer fragrances that have coffee but that are supported by a lot of other different notes as well um mm. there's a fragrance that is it's very nice it's really good it is the most photorealistic coffee fragrance i've smelt it's uh, from strangers perfumery and it's called sm cafe and it smells like an espresso. It's great. It's it's, it's lovely. Um, but I do prefer ones that have other things going on other than just mm. coffee as well. So I was thinking Black Phantom from by Killian. Or uh, um, in my list, in my Beast Mode video today, it was uh, Alexandria's Dark Knight, which is a very good version of that. Now, I, I think I would be happy with Black Phantom because... It's, it's quite a gourmand fragrance. There's some caramel, there's some booziness, there's some lovely rum in there. There's a, a gorgeous burnt sugar accord. It's a very thick, rich fragrance. And the coffee in there is definitely not too front and centre, but it is there in, in a supporting way. Now, the person from Iowa said that it needs to have a bit of freshness so it's not going to choke everyone out. I mean... Black Phantom doesn't really have much of a freshness, mm. but it's not a, it's not an obnoxious fragrance at all. It, it is quite strong. It does project well, but I don't. But I think it would really complement the smells of a coffee shop because you've got cakes in there, so you've got the sweetness of that. Um, I think the rum note would just mix really well with the aroma of of coffee in the air. So personally, I I would be happy going with Black Phantom. I would probably say that that is my favourite coffee-based scent i absolutely love it but if you did want to go a little more um mainstream and mass appealing so that you had the coffee aroma but it wasn't too much of a clash and it wasn't going to choke anyone out and it had a bit of freshness there's two that i would recommend uh let's go with the cheapy first so rosh asman that we talked about you sitting on last week <laughs> yes and that is coffee and lavender 
so the lavender gives it this lovely freshness it's a really nice pairing and it's quite a, a, a bright fragrance it's got some depth to it but it's quite a bright fragrance so i think that would work really well in a coffee house um if i wasn't going to go with black phantom though my designer choice would be moogler's amen which is um th actually that's quite similar to um by Killian's Intoxicated, similar type of DNA. It's this lovely um, kind of almost like neon lit cardamom coffee patchouli fragrance. And uh, I, I love the original. It's not my favorite, Amen. I prefer pure malt and pure Havan, but I think the coffee aspect is is more noticeable in the original Amen. You know what? I've not smelled Amen pure coffee. Whether that would be too much coffee for in a coffee house, I don't know. But I love... Uh, I love the, the nod to coffee that the original Amen gives and it's a lovely, sweet, mass appealing fragrance that I don't think many people would have a problem with at all. So my two choices are if you want to go niche, go by Killian's Black Phantom and if you want to go designer, it's Moogler's Amen. And um, Black Phantom is unisex as well, isn't it? Yep. So, yeah, so that works. Um, I well, actually... You could actually say that Amen is as well, because even though well, it is aimed at men, it's similar to By Killian's Intoxicated, but that's um, unisex. So, you know, it's whatever okay. whatever you want. I've never smelt the original... Oh, have I? Have I smelt the original Black Phantom? I might have had a sample, actually. I remember I had a perfume parlor version called Noir Illusion, and I, I couldn't get on with it because, again, I'm, I'm not a coffee drinker. I don't particularly enjoy coffee. My wife does. Mm. She loves it. And I couldn't go on to it. So I, um, she took it in the end and she did wear it. She sort of quite liked it. Okay. Um, but yeah. again, I didn't really like it too much on her, which was a bit of a challenge. Um, <laughs> the other one that I, w I would just mention, the one I said earlier, um, Purple Gourmand from Pocket Sense, as I say that's got coffee in it, but the sort of pear and the jasmine kind of lift it up a little bit. Um, as, then it lifts that caramel, so it's not too sickly sweet. It's a bit fresh, but you can't only get it in the UK as far as I know so that's not going to help much but yeah I really enjoyed that so yeah I thought that was um, some good answers there mate very thorough Thank very you. informed I could tell that is um, a topic <laughs> of that you, is close to your palate as well as your yeah. heart so, and yeah, I well just want to say how cool is it that a coffee shop in Iowa is listening to the St Geeks podcast this is what I love about the internet and podcasts we, we reach out yeah. to places like that and thanks for listening guys over there in iowa hopefully we can visit the coffee shop one day and see how black phantom works yeah definitely um i think that's i think that's the the podcast really i think we're done i've not checked the um i was going to check our viewing or listening figures but i've not checked it but we well, have not checked this week actually after you said we'd sort of done over 50,000 that's amazing so yeah um, yeah well i think actually we we're, we're probably pushing 60 now Sixty thousand. Insane. I might yeah. be able to just have a quick look as we speak. No, I don't know if I can. About <laughs> delaying our, our record. So yeah, yeah you're you're, you're editing bitch today. So you better you better get cracking yeah, on that. Yeah, I am. Yeah. So is there anything you want to kind of say um, before I kind of sign off? Well, just that thanks thanks for your interest, guys. Thanks for all the questions and thanks for everyone who posts on Instagram for us. It's really nice to know that people are listening. I love seeing your Instagram posts, so keep keep that up. Do pop along to Apple Podcasts and uh, drop us a nice review on there if you've enjoyed it. That really helps. A lot of analytics come via Apple, so uh, please, you know, the donations are wonderful, but also a nice review on Apple would be just as wonderful if you feel like you can't afford to donate. So that's another another option for you. Thanks for listening, geeks, and uh, we'll be here next week.
Thanks, Chris. It's um, as I always say, it's always a pleasure, never a chore. Um, hopefully, we should um, try and speak a little bit more this week, but then we don't want to use up all the content for next week's recording. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've just literally quickly checked. We are approaching fifty-four thousand listens all time. So I think we are averaging, like we, on average a week now, we're getting over three thousand listens per week, which is kind of amazing. For a wow, of I'm blown away. Thanks, thanks, England. guys. Oh, it means a lot. Amazing. Thank you. Um, Thanks again, Chris. It's, as I say, it's really great to speak to you and um, look forward to next week and speaking again. And thank you, listener, for listening to us. Uh, we love you for doing so. And we will see you next week, same time, same place. Have a good week, geeks.